Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mother and the Other. And I've had this on, um, before we get into it, of course, I'm your host, Giovanna, and we're, um, we're going to talk about something that I think is a very, well, I think is interesting, and I would love for you all to email me what you think at motherandtheother um, at gmail.com. So if you have an opinion, there's something you would like to express, some follow-up you would like to have, yes, please, please, please email me at motherandtheother at gmail.com. So, about last Friday. Last Friday for me was one of the most interesting days of my life. Starting with the fact that my son got assaulted. My son got assaulted, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and he got ins- assaulted by his friend. And I don't use that term loosely. This little boy is considered my, is considered KJ's friend. And the reason I can say that is because we've gone to... The boys have gone to each other's birthday parties, and both of their birthdays are in the summertime. So, you know, that coordination is a big hectic. Um, they've had play dates. They have um, – the, the other child has spent time at our home. She is one of my, oh, my God, last-minute emergency. Are you on your way to the school? I know they're getting out early. Don't know when I'm going to make it across this bridge. Can you just grab my child and hold him? Um, his mom is that person. So, we, and I consider his parents my friends. Um, we've gone out to dinner. We we look out for each other. We have conversations. Like, we, we are, um, we're friends, parents and children. So, when my son got assaulted by this young man, I was in shock. Because the first thought, when you said this child's name, and everybody had the same puzzlement, was that little boy. That 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 little boy hit your little boy. These are two children who overall don't bother anyone. I, I can say that with some, some certainty that KJ doesn't bother anyone and this other child doesn't bother anyone. And so when I found out that um, KJ got assaulted, my first thought was, well, what did Caden do? And that's because I'm not so naive, naive as to believe that KJ is perfect. I am not so naive as to believe that someone is just going to assault my son unprovoked. Like, did KJ say something? Did he do something? What was the provocation on my child's part? For him to get hit because your your actions have consequences. You can't just say and do whatever you like to people and think you can get away with it because the whole world is anti-bullying now or we're anti-violence or whatever the case may be. No. But literally, this young man walked up to my son and punched him in the stomach. And I was flabbergasted. I was gobsmacked. I was stunned. I was a whole bunch of other words 
to describe my absolute shock in this moment that KJ's reading a book, another child walks up to him and punches him in the stomach. And before I get to what really upset me that day, I'm going to get into why this podcast is happening. So, this little boy lost his grandmother. Um, And last Friday was the anniversary of that, and they were extremely close. And again, grieving emotions and and um and lost and hurt and pain. First of all, those are not healthy emotions we encourage in our boys anyway. And I don't care what color, race, creed they are. I have witnessed what we are now calling toxic masculinity being portrayed across the board. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic, um it's just happening. This is what we're doing as a collective, okay? There's sometimes in there that I've been, I've displayed um, toxic, to- toxic femininity, which is in turn shown my son or is teaching my son toxic masculinity. But we'll get back to that in a second. So this young man doesn't know how to grieve. He doesn't know how to positively express his anger. And what led to KJ being punched is that this little boy was being teased by other students. So before we even get into Caden was assaulted and what happened and what are we going to do about it and all this other stuff, we need to get to the root of this child had a conflict, had no positive resolution to that conflict. Now, Why did he think it was okay to hit? Why did he think it was okay to lash out? Why doesn't he know a better way to express himself? Is it because we're constantly telling our our young men, well, real men, boys don't cry, boys don't do this, boys don't do that? That's not what I'm teaching my son. It's definitely, well, let me just say this, that's not what I'm teaching my son anymore. Because several weeks ago, my son was pissed at me. And there's no other word for it. Caden was pissed at his mother because I yelled at him for some things that I probably should not have yelled at him about. That morning, we were both running high, our emotions were running high, and he was pissed. Okay. And it was time for me to drop him off at school. And he's allowed to be angry. He is a person with all these complex emotions, and he is allowed to be angry at me, his mother. I'm well aware he is not paying no bills. I am the person taking care of him 87% of the time because there is a whole village of people who are stepping in and stepping up to help me raise him and take care of him and make sure his basic everyday needs are met. So I've said that multiple times to you all that I have this amazing group of people, not just uh, my ex-husband and his wife, my parents, my sister, who you all have heard on this podcast, my aunts and uncles and his, um, my ex-husband's father and stepmother, there's a group of people who are helping me in this. So I got it. I am the person that's mainly taking care of him. But he is allowed to be pissed off at me because that's a real emotion. 
And there are days when I'm angry at him. And I'm allowed to be angry at him. But what my son learned that day was you're allowed to be angry. I'm not going to tell you you're not allowed. Don't be mad at me. Fix your face. Fix your attitude. None of those things. Because his anger in no way was disrespectful. He was just angry. But I was walking. I dropped him off. And he didn't want to hug me. And that's fine. You don't got to touch me. But you're going to tell me you love me. You're going to tell me you love me because I love you. You're going to tell me you love me because you can be mad at somebody and still love them. You don't want, I don't want, let me say that, I don't want my the negative emotions of that day to make him forget what all we are as mother and son to each other, how much we care about each other, how overall we want what we want what's best for each other. And I and that's true. He wants what's best for me, I want what's best for him. <laughs> we are doing the very best that we can, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. That is what we're doing. But Friday led to another situation with a grown man for me. I was supposed to go on a date Friday. Oh, yeah, G got a date. G got a date. Date didn't happen. Date didn't happen because there is a grown man who doesn't know how to communicate. He didn't know how to communicate what was happening. He didn't know how to communicate his frustration. He didn't know how to communicate once the anger has somewhat subsided, even if even if it hasn't and fully eroded. So my date did something else during the time he was supposed to be picking me up. He was an hour and a half late. He felt like he was clear and concise in his communication. He was not. He has had time to think about it and he's had time and he's apologized to me about it. But he got so frustrated with the whole situation that he blocked me. Now I've got two different black males on two different ends of what is allegedly the maturity spectrum, and they both reacted in similar ways. They both lashed out and did things that we say a rational person would not do, or we believe rational people don't do. Um or reasonable, and and y'all, if y'all heard my haters are going to hate podcast, you know, I get into how the law says a reasonable person, a reasonable person, but what, are we, what we believe reasonable people will do, or won't do. So I had to have a conversation with this man. Last night, we sat down, and we had a full-on conversation. I don't know plenty of y'all thinking, oh, I ain't about to get no man no chance, but here's the deal. Somebody loved us through whatever damage someone else gave or did to us, whether it's in the capacity of a friendship, whether it's in the capacity of romance, whether it's in the capacity of a mentor, uncle, whatever the case may be. Somebody loved you through your damage and helped you to mature into the person who can communicate who can understand, who um, who knows 
how to be um, a mature adult. But here's the deal. I realize he doesn't know this. And I've kind of and I've kind of taken on this role because I believe that he may not be the man for me. But for the next sister, I I I can give you somebody who's a little bit better at, at seeing how to communicate. How things get lost in translation. How we need to be better um and making sure the other party understands. And how it's okay to walk away when we're angry. You are allowed to walk away because your emotions are heated. We say things in the moment that are nasty. We say things that are hurtful. We we do things that we know are going to cause the other party pain because we're hurting. The phrase hurt people hurt people is true, no matter how temporary that hurt may be. So, I've now taken it on, not as my responsibility, but as a friend to try to get him to be a little bit more open. Because this young man lost his mother last year. He hasn't grieved properly through that process. He is, and I'm not going to get into his details because last night he went into a lot of things that require trust um, from me. So I will not divulge everything that he told me. But understand this, having having the opportunity to sit down and see, I realize that this is just him not knowing that it is okay to trust, that it is okay when things don't go your way, and that it is okay to see things from the other person's side and not shut down on them. And I'm taking a page out of my son's book because um, Tuesday they did an in-classroom award ceremony for the children who made honor roll. Fathead made a 4.0. Yay. So nonchalant about it. Like, my son was like, yeah, okay, I made a 4.0. And I'm like, it's your first time doing it. Aren't you excited? Aren't you, like, going to milk this? He was like, no, nah, Mom, I'm good. Can you take me to Chipotle? And that's, like, the end of it. He's like, Take me to Chipotle, you give me a switch for Christmas, I'm happy. I'm like, okay, that's what we're doing. You want to switch for Christmas and you want to go to Chipotle. Too easy. But I say all that to say this. When, when you recognize, well, let me go back. So the ceremony was yesterday, and the kids got their awards. And for a moment, my son didn't clap for this young man. He made honor roll, too. He did. He made the 3.0 to 3.99 honor roll. Absolutely wonderful kid, I think, wonderful parents. But my son was still a little bit angry, and I said, and I had to remind him, you still clap for everyone because even if you are not okay with that person, we're still not wishing ill will on anybody. We don't want to see anyone fall. Sidebar. To the parent who was standing next to me um, in that classroom, and I was yelling for every child, especially the children that I thought didn't have a parent there, and some of them because I know them personally, I am not sorry that you have my voice 
all over your daggone video because I'm going to cheer for every last one of those kids. I am going to scream and shout and jump up and down, and I'm going to be there rooting for them because it's not just about KJ winning. It's about that whole group of young men and women winning. It's about them being better. It is about their their successes and their wins. That's what we're about. So that sidebar over. Um, but by the end of the award ceremony, the young man had come up. I was taking a picture of KJ and another and the uh, the only other um, boy who made a four point and they happen to be really good friends. And um, he photobombed. I didn't say anything about it. And Caden reacted very positively to this. And I didn't press it or stress it. I walked away, took some pictures for some other parents who were not present, sent them off. To you know, made sure I comforted another child who was very upset because he didn't make it. I, I went about my business. I went and did my own thing because that friendship and that relationship is not. It's my concern, but it's really none of my business how Caden decides to forgive and to move forward with it. They're friends again. As I said, yeah, mom, we're fine. I asked him after school, he said, yeah, mom, we're fine. We talk, we laugh, we play, we're good. And I'm like, cool, that is how you do it. So it made me think about my situation. I need to, to try, and it, I need to at least try. I, because I didn't get gut punched. I got, I, someone didn't show up for a date. But I didn't get, I, I was not physically hurt. My feelings were hurt, but I wasn't, in no way was I in any physical uh, danger. So I called. We talked for two and a half hours. And we're on. We're in a place where I, I don't think we're going to be romantic, but I think we're going to be friends. I think I have the opportunity to, to help him see some of his flaws. And it's also going to help me be able to see some of myself, some things that are wrong with me, because I, I am, I try to be as transparent as possible with you guys, and um, and let you see what all is happening. But we've got to stop this thing with our men that we hold them to this standard where it may not be. That's not where their root is. Not everybody is coming from this positive, loving place. We saw the video of the mother who beat her son at the school with the belt and the name she was calling him and the things she was doing. And we were appalled. Collectively, we were appalled. We were absolutely appalled. But some of us have been beat like that. Boys, girls, the whole thing. We now recognize it as abuse. We now recognize it as wrong. But it does damage to us, to our our psyche, and, our, and it can stunt our emotional development. I'm not saying I'm about to put myself out there and waste my time and energy on someone who isn't um, 
for who doesn't want to at least try. But if he, this young man is telling me he's willing to try, so I'm willing to try too. But I, I'm not good at the second chance. I really am not. All my friends tell you, oh, no, you hurt my feelings, I'm done. I am taking a page out of some people that love me because I'm given a second chance constantly by my friends, by my family, and most importantly by my son because I have to apologize to Caden fairly regularly because I'm either wrong, I'm out of line, or I've just messed up and I'm human. And I have to humble myself to my son and say, hey, guess what? This is something I want you to understand. When you're wrong, when you've messed up, you need to go to the person, especially if you care about them, especially if the claim is that you love them and you apologize. But more than that, you try to implement changed behavior. And I thought about it. I hadn't, and back to me yelling about at my son that morning, I hadn't yelled in the morning in weeks. Like, yeah, I was really making the effort not to scream in the morning to set the tone for his day. I'm trying, I'm, I've been trying, um, no, more than weeks, I, more than a few weeks. I'll say about, I'd say somewhere between five to six weeks, so almost two months. I hadn't really yelled in the morning up until that point. You know, he can't find something. He doesn't know where it is. It's like, okay, take a deep breath. Let's reevaluate. Let's see. And our mornings typically get off to a a much better start. You see me. Sorry, driving. First time <laughs> DC traffic interrupted. Um, where? What was I saying? Oh, apologizing and the yelling. And since that moment, I don't. Let me tell you something. Kay no longer has a problem telling me he loves me when we part ways. He he doesn't. It's always, even if I don't get a hug to be in front of his friends, all this other stuff, he always tells me he loves me. He always tells me to have a good day. We're setting this home. We're communicating. I'm going to try and communicate with this young man. Now, if it don't work out, y'all, it won't be for lack of me trying. I'm not going to expel so much energy that I feel like I've wasted my time, but I'm I'm going to at least try. Again, if you have feedback, questions, comments, concerns, please, 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 please email me at motherandtheother at gmail.com. Um, again, I'm your host, Giovanna. I hope you laughed a little, thought a lot, and love always. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday, my others. And to my family, I will see y'all Thursday with that sweet potato cheesecake.